Welcome to episode 40 of Life Recruit Spotlight. I am your host, Wack. Joining alongside with me is, is Jackson, the fellow kind of recruit expert. Uh, maybe he's expert, you know, we're not we're not 247 or on three level, but hey, I think we do a good job of covering recruits around here in Texas, Jackson. Uh, you know, we don't we don't go uh, nationwide, but we kind of try and cover the state the best we can. And yesterday was National Signing Day, and we'll talk about some of the uh, commitments happening across the state of Texas and probably the biggest flip, if you will, I think, of the, of the day. Uh, and then one story that seems to be not over yet, if you ask me. But before we get into all of that, Jackson, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. It was a crazy day yesterday. Uh, we saw some, some kids commit to places we didn't expect them to. But for the most part, down in the Houston area, I mean, I, I saw a lot of kids uh, stick with the schools that they had been committed to, especially in the Dallas area as well, Austin and San Antonio. Uh, but we did have some big surprises, and we still have surprises going on right now. Uh, so it's going to be very exciting uh, next uh, two days before we get to about Christmas time uh, to see how it all plays out. And let's probably start, or let's start with what's probably the biggest um news um you know you kind of heard rumblings of it the day before um and that's austin novasad he was committed to baylor but he flips and signs with oregon now jackson correct me if i'm wrong but didn't oregon hire a bring on an assistant coach that was at a&m do you am i right on that i can't i I don't see you one way is that something that happened so there's a there's a couple uh recruiting staffers that used to be with a&m uh, that moved to Oregon, uh, but they did just hire a new OC. I believe he's from uh, either North Texas or uh, UTSA. I know that's where they hired him from. Um, and so this really impacted uh, Novosaw's decision. little shocked that it was uh, Oregon that flipped him, but uh, it really got the ball rolling. Obviously, there's something going on in, uh, in uh, Audison. Uh, so very excited to see uh how this Oregon class plays out with a key piece in Austin Novosad, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Texas this year. I mean, do you think it has something to do with, the, you know, the assistance that were brought on? Cause it, like you said, it really did seem to come out of left field. I mean, he is just trading green and gold for another kind of green and gold, if you will, but still a little bit of a shock. And he wasn't the only one that goes to Oregon. Oregon had a big day in recruiting. Do you think it was some of that that they brought in? Uh, I, I mean, could there be some Nike NIL money? I mean, we know Oregon's right there, you know, next with with Nike and their facilities there in Oregon. What do what do you what do you think came, uh, was was the biggest factor in that in that switch uh, for Novasad? Yeah, you know, I I, I think it's interesting. Um, the A and M staffers we were mentioning have already had already been there for a couple of years now, um, so I don't necessarily think that it was. Uh, it was maybe not, it could have been them. It could have not been them. Uh, but I definitely think that this is more of a uh, offensive kind of move for a guy like Austin Novosad. Um, he had had a chance to play kind of early in his career. Um, he's going to an offense that likes to throw the ball, likes to do things that uh, would get him a lot of exposure and potentially get him to the next level. Um, I think that Oregon is definitely – a school where he could look at and say, well, they've got Bo Nix right now uh, who's going to be coming back for another year. But after Bo Nix is gone, I'm the guy. So uh, it's a very interesting move by him. Uh, very uh, 
I took it by surprise just because I felt like Baylor was a really good fit. He'd probably get to play right away. But uh, I think this Oregon class that they're putting together right now with Novosad as one of their centerpieces is really nice. Now, before we talk about the one that I think is is not over with yet, um, the one that doesn't seem to be over anyways, this is something uh, we didn't get to talk about between our last episode and now. And that's Anthony Hill, uh, you know, decommits from A&M um, and commits to University of Texas Sciences, his letter of intent yesterday. Uh, you know, what do you make of that situation? You know, uh, I don't want to obviously get into the whole A&M, a lot, a lot of, you know, transfers, a lot of, you know, decommits. Although you did get Ruben Owens, which I don't know. Did we talk about on that show either? I can't remember if we talked about the Ruben Owens story either. So Ruben Owens does sign with A&M, but you lose Anthony Hill. So just talk to me about that, you know, and, and what Texas gets in Anthony Hill. Yeah, you're getting uh, arguably one of the best. I'd argue, a lot of people would argue it's him and Peyton Bowen are the best players in the country that they've ever seen. I mean, uh, Anthony Hill does it all uh, for that Denton Ryan team. He played running back, played linebacker. He, he's uh, very fast, uh, physical, great tackler, uh, just has a nose for the football. And um, that was a big get for Texas. And I think that uh, in regards to the battle between A&M and Texas, uh, there were just too many, and there's still too many uh, questions raised about A&M. They haven't hired an offensive coordinator yet. They haven't really um, – made the changes that they said they were going to make yet that they are going to be made. But for a kid like Anthony Hill, he wanted to see those uh, changes happen before he decided to maybe go back. And he was supposed to visit uh, A&M this past weekend on the final, on the final kind of big weekend for recruits, but he had already committed to Texas and now he's signed. And uh, that's a big time get for Texas. You're getting the best linebacker in the state, best arguably best linebacker in the country. So uh, that it was a really big get, and their class is being put together really well here down the stretch. Yeah, um, I was definitely we had talked, you know, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe he'll come, you know, jokingly, like maybe he'll he'll still come back to Texas because that was kind of on the table way back then, and and it happened. I think that's a good get for for Texas. They seem to be building up a good, you know, line, linebacking program, um, and 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 you know, uh, and often our defensive front program and. And getting Hill definitely helps. Let's move back to Oregon. You know, I, I kind of mentioned this. First off, uh, Johnny Bowen's from from Judson uh, commits to Oregon as well. He's he's one that you know people. I think I think he was committed somewhere else, decommitted, and ends up committing. Uh, you know, not this week, but you know, um, you know that's someone else that Oregon was able to get. But the one that we, you know this that people don't know if the story's over yet. Peyton Bowen uh, originally committed to Notre Dame. Uh, decommits there was talk of is he going to go to Oklahoma um, yesterday during his his ceremony he puts on the Notre Dame hat takes it off uh, yes I'll get to you here in a second Jackson uh, uh, you know takes the hat off puts on the Oregon hat um, but now there's rumblings said that might not be final he had as far as I'm aware as of as of this recording hasn't turned in his LOI yet um, letter of intent for those that don't know what LOI is and there's rumblings that it could be Oklahoma in the future. So this saga does not seem to be over yet. Jackson, what have you heard? What do you know? What do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, after he committed to Oregon yesterday, you would have thought uh, he would have signed. He did sign a national letter of intent, but he has not sent it to the school. So since he has no. not sent it to the school. Sorry, go ahead. We got the, we got, no, we got the delay. We got the delay there. I was just saying, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, that, that that's true. I, I misspoke. So thank you for correcting me there. 
Yes. So he has he has uh, signed the national letter of intent, but he has not sent it to the school, which means basically, uh, though he is committed, he is not officially a Oregon Duck. Uh, that has played over throughout the evening. Uh, and now in the early morning, uh, as we still haven't seen anything change there, um, we did see a couple people quoted his mom. His mom uh, had thought it was Notre Dame. He had been talking about Notre Dame. Um, it was really a game time decision. She wasn't really expecting it. It was kind of really a surprise for her. Uh, as we know, family can go a long way in deciding where you go to school. And uh, maybe that's what's happening, maybe not. Uh, but now we've seen a couple lead recruiting analysts like Nick Harris just put in a crystal ball for uh, Bowen's or for Bowen to flip from Oregon to Oklahoma. Um, there's high confidence in that. So this is going to be a very interesting recruitment today uh, to see who really seals the deal and gets Bowen um, because he's definitely he's the number 13 player in the country. He's legit at anywhere you wanted to put him on the field. He's going to play in the secondary, but he's electric in the punt return game, kick return game. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting battle here to, down the stretch. Who's going to get him? Is it going to be Notre Dame? Is it going to be Oklahoma? Is Oregon going to keep him and get that NIL, uh, the NIL signed so that way they can get him uh, to a campus there in Austin? We're going to see what's going to happen, and it's going to be very interesting. If I had to guess right now, I'm guessing he's going to go and play at Oklahoma with his teammate, high school teammate Jackson Arnold, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be crazy down to the end. Now, you know, one of the things, too, I want to I want to kind of maybe ask a question on you is should they have waited? It really seemed like that he was unsure of himself. Right. Yeah, I think he even says or I think it was his mom that might have said, I mean, this really came down to the last second. He was sitting at the table unsure. Do you think do you think maybe the pressure for him to commit that day was was too much? And, and he, sh you know, for him to say no and that, you know, maybe some, some people should say, hey, man, you got another chance to sign. It doesn't have to be early early signing day. Yes. Over 90 percent of athletes are signing an early signing day period now but you don't have to do that do you think he should have taken a pause and be like you know what I'm not sure yet i'm gonna wait until uh you know national signing day to officially sign instead of the early signing day period what do you what do you think jackson well i i'd have to double check he might be an early grad uh which would mean that he kind of has to sign uh within this time period as he'll be starting classes in less than two weeks three weeks at whatever university he's at uh, but he's not. If he's not an early grad, yes, I think that waiting till that maybe you can sign at any point, kind of in between that period. If I'm correct, um, th that February date is just the last day to sign. Uh, as I know, there's a Texas A&M commit, Samu Tamanapepe, who's signing January 23rd, which is his birthday. Um, so he could definitely push it back and wait. But if he is an early grad, he kind of has to do it now. That way, he can get enrolled, get on campus in the next two to three weeks. Um, I think that when it comes down to it, these kids, they go on these visits, especially late visits, um, towards the end, like a week or two before signing day, a couple of days before signing day. And that can really impact the kid's decision. He might've been thinking Notre Dame the entire time he goes on a visit to Oregon. Then he's all hyped up about Oregon. But then after kind of making that commitment and then going back home with the family, with everyone, kind of talking that decision out, maybe there's some second guessing going on, which is why you potentially see Oklahoma coming into the mix now. You might see other schools come into the mix. It might just be those three. We'll see what happens there. But uh, I definitely think if he wasn't an early grad that he should um, maybe just push it back a little bit. Let, let the decision kind of come to him 
after a little bit of time to think about it, enjoy the Christmas, uh, enjoy Christmas this weekend, kind of let things pass over and then regroup. Okay. Where do I want to go? Yeah. And that's, that's always one of the things, you know, as, as people that cover, cover this and, you know, you'll probably, as you know, especially, especially if you're a fan of a certain college, you gotta give these kids some slack. At the end of the day, these kids, 17, 18 year old, making a choice that, you know, they, they hope is going to, you know, impact them for the rest of their lives, right. Lead hopefully to, you know, you know, to an NFL career potentially. And so, so for some of these people that are getting upset, if these kids commit and then flip and this, like get over it. That's all I got to say is get over it. At the end of the day, this is the, these kids, these, these kids' livelihoods at stake. A lot of them have NFL aspirations. You know, they have to do what's best for them. So if they don't go to the college that you root for, for like, for instance, you know, hey, if, if Arch Manning had flipped and gone somewhere else, it's like, yeah, it would have been a bummer. But like, I hate it when I see all these people just slandering these kids. These are, these are kids just getting out of high school so all i gotta say to that is grow up at the end of the day because i'm seeing some things that just make me shake my head um a couple of noteworthy ones that i want to mention before i give you a chance to maybe talk about a few that you might have on your plate um jonah jonah wilson who uh was at one time i think committed to texas if i'm not mistaken uh he did commit and now he is with houston that one's official um and then dylan spencer uh, over the last couple of days decommits to um from texas commits to texas tech going to to the red raiders Red, uh, the Raiders get themselves a nice athlete there. And well, I love, I, I loved when you know, obviously he was coming to Texas. Speaking of, uh, but you know what, Texas got got themselves someone there, and, and good for them from pulling him away from Texas. Those are two that I noticed, um, you know, uh, when I was looking over some stuff. Jackson, over to you. Any others that you saw that might have been surprising, or even just maybe kids that signed somewhere they didn't necessarily flip or anything, but just hey, this team got a good one. Any any thoughts on any of these athletes that com- committed yesterday? Or signed, yeah, I've, got a couple, I've got a couple things. I've got Caleb Black, an athlete from uh, Klein Oak High School, had been committed to Memphis for uh, basically the entire for the end of the summer to basically now. Uh, decommitted from Memphis on Monday. It was kind of quiet. No one really knew except for him and the staff. Uh, and then he goes on a visit to Arizona State, uh, where he uh, hangs out with Coach New uh, Passing Game Coordinator Coach Samples uh, and Coach uh, Carrington there and uh, commits and signs with the uh, Sun Devils. So you're already seeing uh, two of the best recruiters in the game who are now at uh, Arizona State start to put their fingerprint a little bit in Houston and Dallas and start to kind of pick some of these guys from Texas and get them over to uh, Tempe, Arizona. So uh, congrats to Caleb. Uh, Very close to him. It was a cool uh, experience to watch and see. I got to make an edit for him. Um, Other than things to note, um, we've got Caleb Kamalafe from Tompkins, uh, decommitted from Memphis and then committed to Northwestern. He'll be joining Justin Cryer from the Houston area. Um, that's a big time get for Northwestern. He's a kid who was first team all district safety and then a first team all district, uh, I believe running back. Uh, that's pretty impressive to do in that KDISD district. Um, he's going to be a definite impact, uh, wherever he's going. And now he's going to Northwestern. So the Northwestern Wildcats have got themselves a really good athlete um other than that the only other news that i've got are uh is david hicks uh pushed back his signing to friday uh while a lot of people are saying there's smoke there with oregon i think if bowen ends up going to oklahoma it's not going to really matter i think he's locked in with the aggies he was there this past weekend um so i i i think he had something going on if i believe it was kind of a family uh, thing that he had to go to that he couldn't uh, sign, but so 
look out for his signing day on Friday as there could be a lot more craziness happening. Um, and then, San, like I had mentioned, Sam Mutoman and Pepe, Texas A&M commit, uh, pushed back his commit or is signing on January 23rd, his birthday. He seemed to be an A&M lock. He's been uh, in the mix helping get some of these guys uh, to flip to A&M. So uh, that, that's all the news that I've got from la- or yesterday's kind of craziness. I think one more thing to mention is that the Coach Prime effect is in full force. Um, Jaden Miller, uh, Milliner, if I think I said that right, I'm sorry. Uh, Jones, he uh, the DeSoto defensive back flips from SMU and is now going to Colorado. Uh, and I, hey, this is, this one isn't isn't high school. This one isn't Texas, but I think it, it's probably the most funny. Is that uh, Travis Hunter may have had the most um, non um, suspenseful. Um, uh, um, transfer in the history of, of of college. He tried to hype it up. I think he was at he was trying to get to hundred thousand YouTube subscribers, and he was at seventy thousand before he committed, or he said where he was going to transfer to. And well, we all knew where we, he was going. Like he tried to hype it up that he might not go to college. Everyone knew he was going to Colorado. Um, so, but you know, the coach, like I said, the coach prime effect is is in full force. I mean. Do you think this this year is only the taste of what's going to happen once he gets into a full recruiting cycle at, at Colorado Jackson? Yeah, you know they uh, they're going to be definitely in the mix here in Houston and Dallas and Austin, all over the state of Texas. Um, they've got a defensive in now defensive end coach who used to be a uh, a coach on A and M staff. He was a recruiting. Uh, guy for the defensive side, but also just recruiting in general. His name is Nick Williams. Uh, he's going to do great things there at Colorado. He's going to be able to help uh, Dion kind of get into Texas. Of course, Dion's got the name. It's Dion Sanders, prime time, coach prime. Um, so obviously, recruits are going to be drawn to him, but a guy like Nick Williams to have on your staff to go recruit Texas is absolutely insane. Um, they're definitely going to have a footprint in the next couple of years and getting some of these big time Texas recruits. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I really like the class they put together right now. They've got a lot of high-profile uh, 23s on there. And then they've also, with the transfer portal, they're going to have a pretty good team. I mean, for a team that went 1-11 last year, uh, you might see them go 8-4. You might ha- see them go 7-6. Who knows? Uh, but I- I'm expecting Coach Prime to definitely recruit Texas because, he, as he knows, being a formal tech, Texas high school football coach, um, you got to recruit Texas kids. Uh, that's where the real kind of gems are uh, in recruiting. Yeah, I, don't, I wonder if people forget that. He was a Texas high school football coach with Trinity Christian, private school out, out in the DFW area, had a powerhouse out there with his sons uh, at the helm. Uh, one one other one I want to mention before we, we left because he was committed somewhere and then kind of flipped. Uh, Javion Toviano, he committed to LSU, I think, right before National Signing Day, if I'm not mistaken, and he is now an LSU Tiger. So good get there for uh for Kelly and his staff. So with that being said, that's going to be our show for today. No interviews, no under the radars this week. We just wanted to talk about the early signing day and, and every, all the craziness that's happened. We'll see if, uh, if Peyton uh, is a Oregon duck the next time we come on, which will be in 2023. We'll take next week off, um, you know, celebrate the new year. We'll be back sometime, probably first or second week of 2023. Just depends on how all stacks up. January is a busy time for, for the Vibe crew. So, uh, with that being said, Jackson, let's uh, let's sign off one more time for the 2022 calendar year. 40 episodes in, um, kind of crazy to think about that we're on episode 40 already. Uh, uh, you know, 40 40 in 2022, not too bad if you ask me. Jackson, 
who are you shouting out as we close off this uh, this episode 40 and the last episode of 2022? Well, first I want to shout out uh, all the recruits who signed yesterday. Um, it's an exciting time uh, to spend with your family and friends. I mean, you're getting to go play at the next level. You're getting that education at the next level. So shout out to everyone that signed, no matter if it's D3, D2, D1, JUCO, wherever you're going, it's the place that you're supposed to be. Uh, so shout out to these guys for signing. Uh, and then I also want to shout out you, Josh. We've been 40 episodes. Uh, it's been a it's been a crazy 2022. Been crazy in recruiting, and uh, very excited to be kicking off 2023 uh, in two weeks. That's right, man. We were closing off, you know, the 2023 recruit cycle. Now we'll have athletes from 2024 and 2025 to look at. So excited to do that. You know, thanks to you, thanks to Will. Hey, shout out Will over in Nebraska doing doing the thing for the 247 Huskers out, out there and shout out to Ashton for joining, joining us along this ride 40 episodes in and hopefully, you know, 40 more or, or 40 or more in the next year uh, in the new year of 2023. Like you said, shout out to all the, the, the athletes committing. And like I said earlier, Hey, this is your decision. Enjoy it. Live in the moment. Don't, don't listen to all the haters out there. Um, and Hey, thanks for everyone listening along for 40 episodes. It's been great. And like I said, excited to, do all this again in 2023 so for the last time in 2022 i'm whack and that's jackson and we'll see you at the games <laughs>